You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, here on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe DeLeon here with Chris Flum and Nick Filato bringing you an update on the New York Giants search for their next head coach and general manager. The latest that we have, guys, we've got a new request for a head coaching candidate to be interviewed. We also have updates on guys that are receiving second interviews for that general manager position. The first I'm referencing was defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, Dan Quinn, being requested to be interviewed. I don't believe at this time when we're recording on Thursday that he has actually been interviewed so far. But it's interesting that they're going and interviewing a coordinator from an in interdivisional rival. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Dan Quinn and the possibility of him maybe being uh, the next head coach for the New York Giants? Uh, I got to say, I was surprised to see that come out and that be the first the first in, uh, re- interview request the Giants have made. And for it to be made before they actually hired a GM. Yeah. You know, the Giants have been pretty adamant that the general manager is going to have the authority to lead this search for a head coach. And you know, Jordan Renan, uh, ESPN, said he, basically from what he has heard, the GM is going to have the power and freedom to reshape the Giants organization. So it, it's really interesting to me that that the team put in this request to interview Quinn this early in the process. To me, that just says that the three final general manager selections, Poles, Peters, and Shane, probably have interest in Dan Quinn, or at least some sort of interest in Dan Quinn. I'm imagining the Giants looked at Dan Quinn. He has the resume. He's been to a Super Bowl as a head coach. He did a fantastic job turning around Dallas's defense in one year, which it seemed like it was going to take a lot longer than one year. So they looked at just the professional nature of Dan Quinn, and they may have had insight from the other general man or those potential general managers as to um, if they would have interest in Dan Quinn. So they just figured, why don't we interview him, get one interview down? And I think a decision's coming soon on the general manager, probably in the next couple of days. And then they now they already have an interview under their belt, Dan Quinn, who's already going around making the rounds with the Vikings and the, I believe the Bears, if I'm not mistaken there. He has a lot of interest. I mean... <laughs> I'm Dallas, man. I don't know. I look I look at possibly promoting Dan Quinn because I don't know what the heck Mike McCarthy's doing over there right now, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose Dallas might be looking at maybe if they lose Dan Quinn, uh put in a put in a an interview request with Vic Fangio, bring him in, which I think would kind of be a bad thing for the Giants. Uh, the nightmare scenario is Dan Quinn comes in, Patrick Graham leaves, and he goes to Dallas. I do not want to see that at all, and I'm sorry I even <laughs> said it. 
<laughs> yeah, don't you put know, that, it, that bad energy out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but, you know, it, I think Nick's right. That, that was kind of the take I had on it, that all three of these finalists all have at least some interest in interviewing Dan Quinn. So the Giants just got that ball rolling. It, he's actually had either interviews or interview requests with five other teams so far. So he's kind of the hottest head coaching candidate out there right now. So the Giants pretty much had to make this move now. You know, I, I know we're a, making a whole lot of connections with between GMs and head coaching candidates and you know who knows who. And yeah, you know, I suppose if we want to get out our red yarn and go to the murder board, uh, Ryan Poles was a Boston College guy. He was Matt Ryan's guard. The two... You know, it's perfectly reasonable that the two have kept in touch and Dan Quinn did coach Matt Ryan for about five years. So, you know, if you're out there hunting for connections, that's one possible one. But it's probably just more likely that there's a lot of respect for Dan Quinn and the Giants just are trying to get an interview with him before he gets hired by somebody else. I, I honestly think that's a, a real connection right there. We're talking about people here who discuss and talk all the time. My, my thing with Dan Quinn is what's the huge pushbacks. I feel like there's a contingent of giant fans that do not want Dan Quinn no matter what. The way I look at it, I'm like, hey, if he goes in there and nails the interview, like, I'm fine with Dan Quinn being the next head coach. I felt like he did a, I would say a solid job in his first head coaching gig with the Atlanta Falcons. They brought him to the playoffs multiple times, I think two times, uh, brought him to the Super Bowl. I mean, they were an epic collapse. And yes, that was an epic collapse away from earning a Super Bowl there. And a lot of that is on Dan Quinn. He's the head coach. Some of that's on Kyle Shanahan for consistently passing the ball when he probably should have bled the clock with a super lead in the second half. But all things considered, man, like I see Dan Quinn, I see professionalism. I see mm-hmm. all those players loving him so much. I mean, Ar- um, Arthur Blank gave Dan Quinn another year basically because the team loved them so much. I think that's something that, uh, you know, I can get behind personally. Now, if he doesn't, if he's not the best uh, interviewee, interviewee, and he doesn't do that well of a job, then no. But I don't understand why so many people are writing it off already. Right, and you'd have to assume that he's also going to be a good interviewer because he was able to secure that that first head coaching job as the Atlanta Falcons head coach, and he was able to get another job as a coordinator really quickly. You see, some guys get fired from their head coaching gigs for long periods of time, and then they don't end up getting rehired somewhere for either they want to take time off or extenuating circumstances. He goes right back in. He says he's going to prove himself. And he certainly did that by turning around a defense that was dismal last year, was struggling years before that. And now it is, uh, you know, one of the, was one of the best defenses, one of the more underrated defenses in the NFL this past year has a, uh, defensive player of the year candidate. Also maybe a defensive player of the year candidate with Micah Parsons, I would say, though, I agree with you, Nick, that I, I think that that track record that Dan Quinn has is a bit marred because of the fa- the past few seasons and what happened in the Super Bowl that he lost. Everybody wants to point to that stuff and say uh, he's, you know, he's he was a failure for that remaining stretch. They were not consistently in the playoffs. They were not a good football team. They were struggling. And then on top of that, blowing such a huge lead in the Super Bowl does look bad. But up until that point, the Falcons were highly competitive. They were a really good football team. He turned that team around fairly quickly. And to reach it, reach the Super Bowl is not an easy task to do 
as a head coach. He was able to do that. Maybe he was carried a little bit by Kyle Shanahan, who was the offensive coordinator at the time. But to do what he did and bring that team to a Super Bowl is an accomplishment. And you want to interview those guys that have that background of getting to the game that you're trying to get your current team to. Absolutely. And you know, I think part of the question about Dan Quinn is how much of the early success he had with the Falcons was him, how much of it was Kyle Shanahan, uh, you know, how much of the Cowboys turnaround was him, how much of it was Trevon Diggs just exploding and showing otherworldly ball skills and Micah Parsons uh, kind of being a monster from the get-go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if he if Dan Quinn becomes the Giants head coach or the Broncos head coach or the Vikings head coach or the Bears head coach or anywhere else he's interviewed, he's not going to be bringing Kyle Shanahan and Micah Parsons with him, as great as that would be. But yeah, I think he he does deserve an interview. And I don't believe that just because he's the first candidate to get a request, that means he's the number one candidate and the odds-on favorite. He's just the first guy. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yes, and I think that's accurate as well. I don't. I wouldn't have him as my number one candidate. I just don't understand the huge pushback on it. And I also like, and this goes beyond just the personnel, how he adjusted his defense with Dallas. Because we know Dan Quinn comes from the Pete Carroll school of cover three long cornerbacks. And yes, he has that in Trevon Diggs. But Dallas was a, a man-based team this season. He changed his entire system with his personnel and he was flexible with it. And it worked out because that defense was incredibly opportunistic. Now, some of that obviously was Trayvon Diggs. Some of that obviously was Micah Parsons. But the coach who was teaching those players in the offseason was Dan Quinn. And we saw what Mike Nolan did last year. And Mike Nolan as a defensive coordinator for the Cowboys was an unmitigated disaster. So it could really only go <laughs> up from there, but it went up pretty precipitously. Yeah. So uh, I'm not totally against this whatsoever. He's not my number one choice, but I don't understand the extreme pushback, even though I think, Chris, you, you laid out a couple really good factors there. The Kyle Shanahan thing is definitely something that is – uh, needs to be pointed out because Kyle Shanahan, basically everywhere he went, he had success. Yeah, so I want to, I, I just want to, oh, go ahead, Chris, go ahead. Yeah. And I, I'd say, I, I think if the Giants do hire Dan Quinn or Leslie Frazier or you know, bring Spags back or anyone, any of these other defensive minded hit coaches and offensive minded as well, it comes down to nailing that offensive coordinator hire. Obviously, you're not going to get Kyle Shanahan, 
but getting a an offensive coordinator of that caliber and you know really turning the Giants offense around into I don't know, at least being functional, that'd be nice. So I, I would like to pull out the murder board here and try to identify a suspect because you know we, we could talk about Dan Quinn all day. And I, I sadly think that he's going to end up getting hired away somewhere else that is going to put the coach ahead of the general manager decision. I like the Broncos. I've, I remember seeing on Twitter were considered to be one of the favorites to end up with Dan Quinn. And that might be a little bit more of a, a settled step in takeover type of a deal for him where they need to figure out the quarterback spot, but the rest of their, that roster is is relatively figured out, especially especially defensively, which is going to entice a defensive-minded coach like Dan Quinn. But if we're picking that suspect who we think is is starting to leak his way into multiple trails here, we, we've got three guys that have been um, brought in for second interviews. Adam Peters, Ryan Poles, and Joe Schoen. This is for the general manager position. But what's really interesting, and I was talking to Chris about this beforehand, and I didn't know this until Chris brought this stuff up, and you don't know the the full legitimacy of all these reports, but Brian Flores has connections to um, Adam Peters and Joe Schoen. The one to Schoen, if I'm correct, Chris, is a little bit less than the one with Peters because he was in the same destination, the same location uh, as Peters. But the one with Schoen is that he's been in communication with him over the past week or so during this process. So he is really trying to make that push, it seems like, to be connected with some of these top candidates. And it just so happens that these these guys are top candidates for the Giants. Yeah, Flores actually has connections to all three of them. Uh, he oh. and Ryan Poles were at Boston College together. Yeah, only for a year, but they were there together. Uh, Flores was, was with Peter's in New England, in New England with the Patriots, and like you said, it, it was the Post is reporting the New York Post that is is reporting that Shone and Flores have been communicating recently. And you know, in our last show talking about uh, Flores and the Deshaun Watson rumors, this really does start to feel almost like an NBA offseason where the superstars get together <laughs> and pick where they're going to go. And yeah, you know, th- that's something that is. You know, we saw Sashi Brown in the and the Cleveland Browns kind of try to have an, an NBA offseason a few years ago when they acquired all of those picks and all of those assets. But NFL offseasons generally are a lot different than NBA offseasons. So this is kind of a weird feeling for me. <laughs> I'm just excited <laughs> to see who the next pick's going to be. I mean, if I had to... If I had to pick somebody, like it just seems like it's leaning towards Joe Shane, and I believe that's the pronunciation, guys. I don't think it's Shane. Shane, it's not Shane. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Shane, even though it doesn't look like it's spelled that way. Right. Uh, and I could be wrong now, but I, I, I do believe that's the uh, pronunciation. And if that is the case, then Dayball is in full play. Brian Flores is in full play, and those are two of my, I, I think. Those are two of the guys who intrigue me most. I think Flores really, really intrigues me, to be honest. But, you know, there are rumors, and I know Ed brought this up on his podcast. And I, I've also seen it around Twitter. It's just how um, easy is it to work for Flores because that was supposedly one reason why he was let go by Miami was because him and Chris Greer did not see eye to eye because he was recycling through coordinators. I, I don't know the extent of that. There's no way I can answer that. Ed brought up on the podcast, though, that Flores may want a little bit more control 
And I don't know if the Giants would do that. The Giants have never really done that before. They're a very chain of command oriented type of organization where you have a general manager, the owners above him, and then below the general manager is the coach. So if those things are true, uh, I'm curious to see how that would play out. But in terms of football, X's and O's, motivation, leadership, man, sign me up for Brian Flores. And that's probably part of the reason why he's talking to and establishing and promoting these connections with these general manager candidates is because he wants to be in that situation where not only is he comfortable with whoever is going to be building the roster that he wants, but that he might be able to influence some of that decision-making or at least be very, very much on the same page. So it really sounds like Brian Flores is trying to do some behind the scenes work. He's trying to scheme things up a little bit to put himself in the best possible situation to get everything that he's looking for. Yeah, it, that doesn't necessarily have to be with the Giants because uh, right. Shane has also interviewed with the Bears. They've got openings and at GM and head coach. Uh, I don't think they would be interested in bringing in Deshaun Watson just because they've got Justin Fields, but you know, Justin Fields is not... You know, he, he's got some tools to work with. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, the I'm not sure how how much of an appetite the Giants would have to bring in Watson either just because of the off-field stuff and also what it would cost to get him. Uh, from what I have seen, the Texans are are holding firm and demanding three first-round picks plus two additional assets. Uh, if that's the cost for him, no, Yikes. thank you. Uh, <laughs> Watson is great on the field, but that that is a hefty price to pay. Yeah, and those in his situation isn't just going away right now either. That's no. like that's the big bug, but we know how John Mara views those things. And uh, I just I, I'm not optimistic that he would be a giant. Now, if those things just never happened, and you're talking about Deshaun Watson, the the talent. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I would there's I would pay a pretty hefty price for for a player like Deshaun Watson because I think he is someone who can quickly turn around the mess that is the New York Giants. And we saw, we've seen that when he was with the Texans, had a subpar offensive line and was still taking them to the playoffs and winning football games. But um, that's, that's an interesting one for sure. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm curious on so much. I'm just anxious to see what exactly happens here with the general manager and with uh, just the head coach, who's going to be the quarterback? What are the Giants going to do with Saquon Barkley? I mean, we can go on so many different tangents here and talk about so many different things. There's just so much uncertainty right now with this team. Yeah, and hopefully the Giants don't, uh, you know, we are recording this on Thursday. Hopefully hopefully the Giants don't uh, snake us and make their decision before this podcast drops. But yeah, I'm encouraged by the fact that Ownership does seem to be prepared to take a backseat to the general manager. They've brought in, I would say, nine very good general general manager candidates. They've narrowed it down to three really strong candidates. You know, guys with a lot of experience, really strong football minds, uh, a recent track record of building playoff teams up through rebuilds, and yet. You know, for the first time in a long time, the Giants seem to be going through the process and doing things the right way. Like you said, Nick, it is really exciting. Yeah, you know, this is a little bit of a scary time to be a Giants fan, just because you know 
a whole lot of unknowns. We have no idea what this team is going to look like next year or 2023. But to me, that's also exciting because there is a whole new world of possibilities open that we could only look at other teams and kind of sigh over the last couple of years. And hopefully we do find out soon who that candidate is because it's been uh, not a long couple of weeks, but there's just been a ton of speculation. And eventually we would like to get a sense of who that guy is and then we can spend the rest of our time guessing who the next head coach will be after they've decided who is the general manager. So stay tuned. We're going to be updating as soon as we know that news. We're going to come out with some type of reaction, uh, whether that also includes video. We'll probably likely stream something on the on the YouTube channel, but stay tuned for an update on that. And the best way you can do so is hitting subscribe on the audio feeds and the YouTube channel. Talk to you later, folks. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.